Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name is Harvey. I'm Steve. I'm Thomas. Okay. Today we've got a review of A Quiet Place, directed by John Krasinski, also known as uh, Jim Halpert, Big Tuna. <laughs> Big Tuna. Yeah, you guys excited for that? Yeah. Okay. Pretty we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, also, in this episode, we are going to talk about some things we watched we watched during the week, um, and we also have a, a topic for you. I believe the topic is um, not people that have been typecasted, but uh, actors that can't escape the roles of their past. Right. Right. A role so popular that uh, you couldn't help it. It's hurting their careers in some way, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It should be a fun topic. Yeah. Um, fun. Fo- before we get started, how was everyone's week? Who wants to go first? Steve. Steve? You go first. Come on, man. It's uh, tradition that you go first, so... uh all right cool i guess i'll start uh my week's been very uh busy busy been working a lot uh yeah that's it really that's really that's i mean i've done a lot but i mean usually you talk about how drunk you've gotten that's oh, not that's true the, at all. It's also usually on a Sunday, so the week. Yeah, we're, we're this is weird. Yeah, exactly. Day, so. I'm off my game today. Um, this is a Saturday. I'm used to having that Sunday energy. You know what I mean, right? You're ready to get back to work on the week, you know? But uh, no, uh, it's been a very crazy week. Been busy at work. Uh, I saw Steve Harvey. I guess that's the highlight. Okay. And yeah, yeah. I think that's like honest. That's sad to say, but I, but I was standing right in front of him, which I thought was very interesting and cool. Like... And, um. Did somebody bring him to you, and you just he just stood in front of you, or how? how does I mean, that's how it usually works. Okay, I want to be presented. I want I want somebody like because like bring someone them. gave give me this give me this Steve <laughs> give me a Steve Harvey please. <laughs> no, okay. I actually just ran. It was a long story, but I just ended up just walking into this room where he was giving a speech, and I was like standing in front of him. I was like, I was weird. What the fuck are you doing here? But I didn't say that to him. That's what I thought. Okay. But then okay. again, he's just like, "Do I know you?" He, d- he did he acknowledge you in any way? Oh, uh, like most famous people, no, they do not acknowledge me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's where I'm at in life. I mean, it could be a lot worse. I, I guess so. How was you guys this week? Uh, my week was was good. Uh, we should mention that Sean's not here. <laughs> we always forget to do that when somebody's absent. But uh, yeah, I was absent last week. Sean is going to be absent possibly two episodes, right? It's fun. I find it's very interesting that you guys just keep skipping, you know? No, we, we went over this in the group chat. Uh, all of my reasons were great, and Sean's were, were very See, when void you're, of, of merit. Uh, when you guys talk in the group chat, I, I don't remember. Okay, well, for instance, all of mine, <laughs> I was either out of town or signing a very important piece of paperwork. Oh, uh, Sean, one, one day he went to a museum in Queens. <laughs> And then he uh, one day he just didn't see the movie. Like he just he just you straight up just didn't see. Yeah, it. he just couldn't get a ticket or something. I, I was the one thing I did remember is that you seemed pretty upset that we called you out on the last episode. So yeah, I'm I, was, here. I was a little upset because all of mine were, uh, were great. One one of the times I was on my way over and you guys convinced me not to give you guys the flu, so I, I decided not to come. Uh, so here's the deal. I should apologize, but I'm not going to. I'm standing by my. Uh, I'm right. standing by. Well, what it doesn't matter because Sean's about to be up six absence, six absence, and I'll only be at four. So. And me and Harvey are still still under five. So I mean, congratulations well, to I'm us. Under yeah. five too. So yeah, I mean, let's, I think uh, I've only missed like two. I think two you're episodes. two. Maybe Steve's one yeah. or two. Uh, you know, I guess you guys aren't that busy. 
I mean, I think we're just more committed than, than you two are. <laughs> I right, think there's let's, passion uh, let's, let's get past this. Um, How was so your week? My week was good. I just got back from Montreal. You guys, uh, maybe I'll tell you a little review off the podcast. But I'm not really interested. All right, in just, give me a, just give me a star rating real quick right <laughs> Star now. rating? Yeah. Uh, I don't do star ratings for cities. It doesn't make any sense. Um, just, however, wait, you do, just wait. You, you do star ratings for food? Yeah, it's different. For movies? For books? Do you read? Well, I don't know how to read, so no. Oh, okay. Uh, but not for cities? No. I don't know. I mean, all cities are, are kind of different. I will say this. Montreal, uh, <clears throat> the people were fine, Harvey. There was no disagreements there. Uh-huh. How's the poutine? The poutine was a fucking incredible. I saw you had it every day. No, I had it twice out of the three days. So Jesus. I had that's it, a lot. <laughs> I had it 66% of the days I was there. So that's a majority of your meals. <laughs> no, not majority of the meals. Uh, I had it twice. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's fine. There was a couple of things I was confused about. It's the most weirdly bilingual city I've been to in the it's sense not that. not necessarily bilingual. They kind of force you. No, they speak. don't force you to do anything. Yeah, they, they force the children to speak French and learn French. Well. Even if they're immigrants. Well, sure, but like. Force is it, such a weird word. They because are, are, they, are they like holding you? Like, are you tied? And they're they, like. They force speak. you in the sense that it's it, they've. It's become their official language. However, it's not like France where they actually speak French and then, and then uh, you know, they just happen to know English. It, it was like people didn't know what to speak. Like, our server came right up to us in English. I guess he profiled us, I guess. But, like, his English was perfect. And then other times I had a server who came up to me in French and... 50% of the people I passed on the street were speaking English. 50% were, were speaking French. And it was just like a, I, you could tell that there's an identity crisis and they're trying to hold on to the language and it's not really working because Quebec is kind of just sandwiched in North America and they speak French for real, no real reason except heritage, you know? And uh, it's weird. Other than that, the people are nice. Uh, everything was fine. I, li- I liked uh, some of the people <coughs> I talked to there. However, there was this one thing where uh, you guys are aware of the, the Hannibal Burris joke, right? Yeah. Jaywalking? The jaywalking one. He's in Montreal, right? Yeah. Okay. The whole trip, I'm like, should I jaywalk? And as a joke in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to do it because of the Hannibal Burris joke. And I saw someone do it. I'm like, eh, jaywalking's fine everywhere, right? The last day of the <laughs> the trip, this this Chinese guy, he uh, he crosses the street illegally. It's cold Sunday morning. There's like no cars out except the cop cars. <laughs> he fucking darts across the street. Whoop whoop. Really? I was like, all right. I kind of want to go back to New York right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't fuck with jaywalking charges. Uh, other than that, everything was fun. I like it. It was a cool city. No. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, New York's better, obviously. Obviously, I didn't. I didn't expect. That to think otherwise but uh yeah other than that i'm glad you had a fun trip yeah i watched uh watched a few movies since last episode and you now. watched movies i watched one on the trip surprisingly it was a rewatch but uh yeah okay. good 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 week okay we're glad to hear it how was your week harvey um my week was pretty good um put in a lot of a lot of hours at work you know put in a lot of extra work um yes um unnoticed no, it was not unnoticed because I actually had a review this week. So, um, yeah, it was very much noticed and it was appreciated. And I was um, 
compensated fairly, I think. <laughs> What's um, happening? <laughs> yeah, what is happening? <laughs> but yeah, it was a good, it was a good, I'm just saying it was a good week. Uh, That's yeah. good. I, my, my work was appreciated. And, in life. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys want to talk about movies? No, not really. Jeez, yeah, you're really, really uh, ready to go into it, huh? Yeah, I don't have much to say about my week. It was good, but yeah, we might want right, to talk about some movies. Yeah, since we're we're we're, here. we're, uh, we're a few minutes in. Let's uh, let's talk movies. Yeah, um, I believe Steve owes me something from last week. I also yeah. owe Steve something. So. Oh yeah, so oh, go first. I think um, I think you should, you can go first. Yeah, I'll go since first. Yours, uh, predates Steve's. Okay, so I don't want to talk about too many movies here. Um, I'm, we don't we don't want you to do that either. Yeah, well, we I know mean, how the way you like to sure? talk. Eh. All right, so check this out. Right, uh, a couple <laughs> things. I did rewatch Inception <laughs> for some reason. Uh, it, it was on Netflix in Canada, and uh. It was late at night, and I, I put it on, you know, watched it. The thing it. is, you know, you had access to international Netflix. And I don't really sh- think it was that different. I don't know. I was trying you to could have, You could have watched Annihilation again and told us. It wasn't on there. It really I checked. Yeah. Damn. It's not in Canada. It was like sucks. Europe and Asia or That's something. That's such a weird thing to do. Okay, so Inception holds up. Uh, there are some corny things in there that I think I missed <coughs> when I first saw it, but overall, it's a good movie. Okay, so I, I did uh, watch a movie assigned to me by Steve <clears throat> called uh, What We Do in the Shadows. We got, uh, interestingly, oh, I didn't know there's a, a co-director on it. Okay, yeah. yeah, so it's directed by Jermaine Clement and uh, Taika Waititi, also written by them as well. It is a mockumentary about uh, Viago Deacon, Vladislav and they're vampires who are finding that modern life has them struggling with mundane, with the mundane, like paying rent, keeping up with the chore wheel, <laughs> the chore wheel, and uh, trying to get in the nightclubs and overcoming flatmate conflicts. This is starring Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi, the uh, directors and writers. We've got Corey Gonzalez, Johnny Brew, and a bunch of other Kiwis, I suppose, right? Some Kiwis. So a little bit. So this is a New Zealand-based uh, film. It's a mockumentary, so right. Uh, I know you guys praise this as being <coughs> one of your favorite horror movies in the last decade. Horror? I, I wouldn't say horror. Oh, sorry, comedy. comedy. Horror, comedy. I said com- I meant yeah, comedy. Yeah, definitely comedy, yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean horror. Uh, yeah, it is horror, but at the very, you know, lightest. <laughs> it's, it's, it's comedy, you know? It's like uh, you, can't, you wouldn't really call a scary movie a horror movie, would you? Um, and, uh, yeah, so all in all, just to get right to the point, I laughed quite a bit no, at home, good. at home, you know, not in a crowded group. Uh, I think the characters are hilarious. Their, uh, their ability to, to be, <laughs> to be these, uh, these different types of vampires. And, um, there's one particular vampire who's like 8,000 years old. I can't remember which one his name was. Peter. Peter, yeah, Peter. Who let Peter out? <laughs> yeah. Fucking flies And he's off. just like, I don't understand why he looks like that. But <laughs> They're uh, all variations of different vampires in cinema. Yeah, like one of them's like 800 years old, one of them's like 200 years old, and then one's like a week old. Yeah. In vampire-ness. Um, and it's kind of like this mockumentary kind of thing where they're... Uh, 
they're kind of going around, kind of like the office, you know, where they they sit them down and and they talk about what's going on as well. And talking heads, and stuff. yeah, talking heads. And uh, yeah, I think you can't go wrong with this movie. It's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's short. It's really easy to watch, and uh, I would highly recommend it. One of my uh, my favorite parts is uh, it, it gets explained that uh, one of the vampires is a great at like hypnotizing he's also great at like he used to be great at turning into creatures uh but now he can never get the head right or the face right <laughs> so there is a shot where he uh transforms into a cat sort of <laughs> and i believe i haven't laughed that hard in a while no this movie that was uh, that was one of my favorite favorite parts um I mean, this was an easy one. I had a feeling you were gonna like it. It's like, it's like I find it. It's hard for me to show this movie to someone and they not laugh. Yeah, I mean, just it's, how ridiculous. it's just it's ridiculous. It's uh, it they has play it so straight, gory, too. corny special effects. But there, you know, a funny thing about the special effects, they actually look really good. Like them, like fighting on the ceiling. Well, some of them are meant to look bad. Like for instance, there's a there's a scene where he tries to. Uh, <clears throat> Make a delicious night with his his date that he brought home, and it he turns. Oh out, yeah, that part was the artery. You know, yeah, and it's the just main like artery. Yes, split and he, and spilling he's very, blood everywhere. He's very upset about it, and uh, it is kind of this like great play on like the whole Twilight thing, post Twilight era, where we have you know werewolves and and vampires and shit. They even go into like zombies and stuff, and uh, <laughs> it's a good movie, man. This is fun. Pat, you should watch this. I should mention Pat, the former intern, is here. Yeah, he doesn't, and he's just hanging he out. He doesn't want to intern for us anymore. Yeah, but he's here. <clears throat> uh, I would I would highly recommend this to anybody. I thought you were going to say you would highly recommend uh, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> As an intern? You, you need an intern. You need, an intern. <laughs> you need someone, man. Four, four, four out of five? Four out of five, yeah. Pat, four out of five intern. Pick him up. He's I was on, talking uh, about the movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about that. <laughs> uh, four out of five for the movie. Um, did I watch any other movies? No. Yeah, you did. I did. I did watch. Uh, I missed our big review of Ready Player One. Just uh, give us a. Just give us real quick. What do you think? Real quick. Uh, right quick. I would say that I was more entertained in this than I was Black Panther, which is bold. Bold. Yeah, it's. I think this is a very entertaining movie. It has its uh, silly flaws, and uh, Spielberg, I think, was able to kind of masterfully make something super entertaining. And I think, I think this is the most Spielberg movie you know that we've had in recent years. Like it's so, it goes down really smooth. You know what I'm saying? I like to hear about those flaws, though. If I'm honest, the flaws. I mean, they're like decisions that like. There, there's some weakness with the resolution, and also um, here's one flaw that <laughs> you guys might think I'm crazy, but I couldn't help but wonder during the movie. I don't think anybody else has this problem, but uh, for instance, you got him, the main character Wade Watts or whatever, and he uh, he has this thing where he gets the walk on the the virtual reality thing, the omnidirectional pad, the omnidirectional pad, right? What's its purpose? It's to simulate walking. Yeah. But when he doesn't have it, everything's the same. I mean, but the thing is, it helps him. I mean, <laughs> it's like it adds an extra layer of like, like inter- interaction. There are people, they're in a moving van doing all the things they would have done with the omnidirectional pad. Yeah, I know, but it's just, it's just, it's just 
immerses them. It gives them an extra layer of control. So when you don't have that, how do you walk? With a controller. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Was that was that covered? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was covered. I think. Uh, see, look, you get caught up with like the smallest. See, bullshit. I told you I was gonna. Get, it's uh, <laughs> it bothered me during the movie, but overall, I really enjoyed it's it. It's like it's just like man, this movie's not realistic. I'm like, of course it's not fucking realistic. I bet you complain about shit in fantasy movies. Dragons aren't real. That's it's like, different. Of course, it's this not is like a real. Uh, this is an extension of our current reality. Like, this this that, is possible. It is possible. That's what I'm, you see what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, no, but wh- why does it matter that that he, sometimes he's sitting down and sometimes he's on the trackpad? Why well, would you up? be on the trackpad when you can just sit down? It's I don't know. Easier. It's an extra layer of immersion. It like bring. It, I think it gives him an extra layer of control or immersion in the game. You spend think, all that money. If we're going to talk about the technical things. I think a bigger flaw was that there were like people on the streets playing this game. Yeah, that was like I that was the weird part. That. How do you not just get hit by a car immediately? <laughs> That's true. That That's that but you sense. would have to be standing in one spot. Like you can't just walk around the street. Yeah, I didn't get so, that at so all. Say, but they must have been doing what he does when he's not on the omnidirectional pad, just standing in one spot. Yeah, but who goes outside and plays a game? Yeah, I think I on think, the street. But also, I think it's because and you can't I, see anything. Stuff I, like that was just not cool. But overall, the movie was entertaining as hell. It was outrageous. I, I enjoyed the movie. I'd give it a a solid three and a half. Ooh, it was, man. It was it was a uh, Harvey's. I will Harvey's bring I will bring something up. You guys uh you guys are fucking obviously you don't know me. I remember you said I was gonna give it like a two. Oh god. Uh, you're like oh he hates fantasy and sci-fi. I've always said I, I love think, sci-fi. I think Sean's the only one that said that. Yeah, he, Sean said that. He, he's, he's a dummy head. <laughs> I just said I'm not a fan of like medieval shit. Like, just because I don't like medieval shit doesn't mean I don't like imaginative whatever world. All right, I'm putting down the laptop today. All right, I'm relaxed. Um, yeah, and I will uh, recommend another movie I saw. Yeah, let us know what else have you seen today. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna review it. Uh, but if you are wondering uh, if that only the Brave movie is any good. You guys aware of this? I don't even know what that is. It, it came and went. Nobody saw it. It was uh, the movie about the firefighters in Granite Mountain with uh, you have like Miles yeah, Teller, Josh it. Brolin. I've seen that. You watch it? No, I've seen the trailer. Oh, the trailer. Uh, I thought it was gonna be really like corny. You know, fucking pull your bootstraps up like uh, propaganda. But it is a nice little true story about some shit that went down with a wildfire in Arizona and uh. Some good good stuff. Some good shit. Not, not a great movie. It has like some corny like male masculinity bullshit in it. But uh gotta raise my daughter. You know, like firefighters all hanging out, you know, fucking giving each other a hard time. But uh overall it was uh <laughs> I was surprised. I actually shed a little tear towards the end. Uh-huh. Uh, I would recommend this on Amazon. It's a. Uh, well, it's actually not streaming. You have to buy it, but or rent it. But I I'd watch Only the Brave, man. Three and a half out of five. You're giving a lot of three and a half, so yeah, I don't it's weird. It's really yeah. weird. I don't like it. It's just one of those weeks. Cool. That's about all, right. all I watch. I gave a four for uh, what we do in the shadows, though. I wanted that shit to be a five. No, you can't get um, that. That's reserved for American Honey. That's gross. All right, Harvey, what did you watch? Well, you should go next. You old movie, right? Absolutely. Your turn, sir. Okay, cool. Uh, so, Harvey, last week, gave me this movie called Like Someone in Love. Uh, oh, so wait, I got a few that's points. That's what you got? Yeah. Oh, I didn't listen to that. Uh, I well, love this movie. Yeah, we know. You've been trying to get me to watch it for years. I now. honestly didn't make it to this this part in the episode. I'm kind of upset that you're here to listen to this review. 
because like yeah you're just like soak soak so much shit in right God, now I, I enjoy this movie a lot uh so let me start off real quick that's what to put down my laptop i'm just gonna so first thing don't ever watch this movie at 3 a.m don't why fucking slow? yeah it's the fucking slowest shit i've ever seen in my life when you're like you're like oh no i'm like totally awake i can watch this and then you just pass out 10 minutes you should watch any movies at 3 a.m well you know sometimes i mean some people can do it i i i've done it before uh secondly man this movie i just wasn't in the mood to watch i don't know why you didn't I give it another chance you couldn't turn it off and try again tomorrow i mean that's what i did i woke up this morning and put it back on and started watching. But I was just, I had such a long week. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I was looked at the time. I was like, oh, man, close to two hours. Two hours of my, my life. That's a normal movie runtime. But then uh, I put it on and started watching it. And I enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was very it was climactic. It was, yeah. <laughs> well, you thought I was going to be like, and I loved it. Um, uh, I don't know. So, just to let you know a little about the movie, uh, in Tokyo, a young sex worker develops an unexpected connection with the widower, widower over a period of two days. Uh, and that's basically the film. It's just basically watching these two people connect over, like, basically, I feel like it's less, though. It feels like a 24-hour period. Kind of does, yeah. yeah. It feels way less than it actually says it is. But, uh, uh, yeah, overall, I thought, I thought, I liked, the one thing I did like about the movie, even though it made it seem a lot slower than it actually is, is the long takes or like how the way they sit in scenes for a very long time. That's Japanese style, right? Like there. you just like the open the first scene is twenty minutes long. Yeah. The restaurant. <laughs> I love that, dude. It's like Japanese like, cinema. And the weird thing was this wasn't directed by Japanese. You know, it wasn't but it's so Japanese. It's, he's Iranian, right? Yeah, but this movie feels so Japanese. Yeah, I was like it's interesting. Yeah, I was like sitting there, I'm just like I was like, yo, we still here? <laughs> And then every scene following that has the same style of like take where it's just like you sit in a room and you have these characters just like bouncing off one another and talking. Uh, it's, I think, I think honestly that's the thing I like the most about it. Overall though, I, like, I just didn't, it just didn't resonate with me personally. It just wasn't my, my cup of tea. And like, I think also it's because what mood I'm in right now. I'm just not in the mood to watch. I wasn't in the mood to watch like a two-hour long movie. You uh, weren't in the mood to watch a fucking standard runtime movie. <laughs> yeah, it happens, man. Jesus when you're bu- when you're busy, That's two hours not a long movie. Well, when you're busy and you know working a lot, you just sometimes you just don't want to sit down and watch a movie. You just want to do other stuff. So uh, I feel like I didn't give this movie a fair shot. It no. doesn't fucking sound like it. It doesn't. <laughs> no, but you know. I just you the know excuse for right now is basically I had to watch a movie and I didn't want to watch a movie basically, and it just didn't resonate with me. I mean, I, I kind of I, I want to refrain from giving a score just because of the mood I was in. You know, I did watch it in its entirety, but it's just like I said, I just wasn't in the right headspace to watch this movie. So you're not gonna talk about how gorgeous Rin is. She's pretty, I guess. She's fucking beautiful uh, i do like the uh older gentleman the uh the widower i think he i liked his story and i like i like his performances out of everyone in the film uh i think it's just because we get a little bit more screen time with him to be honest but uh yeah overall it's just it was it was okay like i watched it 
nothing. Didn't leave him with anything. That's a shame. Yeah. I, like, I wonder if maybe you just, I don't know, we're in the mood, but this movie stuck with me for a long time. Really? Yeah. Why? It's just like... It's because you're going through your Japanese face? No, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like... You put on your kimono and you just sit there and it's just like... The way that the, the scenes pan out, like the, the character interactions, like especially with their... There's like the, the ex-boyfriend or whatever that gets yeah. in the... And that last scene. Like, that last just, scene. I had a... I don't know. I had a, a pleasant experience with this movie yeah. that I'm not saying me. I'm not saying I hated it I just just I think it's just personal I just wasn't in the, the zone but uh ooh someone's getting yeah. a phone call uh yeah no uh I do I do think I see this a lot with like Asian cinema though I would say is that they know how to like let a scene live and what I mean by that is like yeah. things that happen within this like nothing like it, things exist outside the frame which I think a lot of uh western filmmakers are i mean they do practice but i want to see a little bit more of where it's not just like things that happen in this frame and nothing else exists like you know what i mean they let you uh a a movie that does it the similar thing is is vibrator the one that i gave harvey many decades ago yeah and i like you just put a camera in a room and then like i don't know i feel like you're it's so weird because he's like he he again he's not japanese and he's like he's able to like very mimic mimic like like these techniques that i've seen in like korean films specifically like memories of murder has that a lot where it's just like there's like there is the inner initial interaction there's the foreground and background and there's things that are happening and complement one another as the scene progresses hmm. you know it exists it's a living breathing thing which i definitely enjoyed so there's a lot of elements i think it's just a story just didn't click with me i think that's all so, uh, she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are wondering, it's funny. This is on my list to assign someone, and I kind of figured everyone already saw it. No, I never seen um, it. Never seen tit. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, wait, star rating. I don't want to give it a star rating just because. Yeah, you shouldn't. I feel like it's. I feel it. like it's like. I feel like it's wrong to give it just because the mood I was in. Harvey, do you think you really watched it? I don't know. All right. I don't know. <laughs> are you calling are you calling me into question right now? Eh, I'm just speculating from Well, just because I didn't just didn't give it a glowing review. Five stars. I don't oh, like I don't like this. It didn't resonate with, with me shit. I want to hear I want to hear solid critique. Solid critique? I just didn't think the story did anything for me. It's like It doesn't have to do anything for you. What the fuck do you mean? You. Yeah, of course it's not about me, but I'm saying like personally, I didn't feel any connection. It just it was a story that happened. I liked the camera techniques. All I liked stories the are a story that happened. <laughs> Why do you have to be such a bitch ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just trying to defend a, a movie. I just because someone has a I, different opinion. I <laughs> yeah, I don't really take kindly to those. Oh man, you're perfect in Trump's America. <laughs> America. Uh, yeah. Anything so, anything else? Yeah, I watch other movies. Oh, you, oh, so you, had, you were busy, but you know, you had time for other movies. I mean, I watched one movie. I think <laughs> I watched. I watched. Uh, I watched something on a Sunday night. No, I watched two movies. I watched Blade Runner. Blade Runner twenty forty nine again. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's, still holds up. It's perfection. I mean, you should probably give it a couple decades before you start saying it holds up. It holds up. It's been it's been a few months. It holds up. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
And I watched Studio 54, which is a weird movie to watch. I don't even know what that is. It's it's star. It's an old movie. I think it's from like '90s or like early aughts. But uh, stars Ryan Philippine, uh and uh, Salma Hayek and Mike Myers, and it's about Studio Fifty Four in New York. And it's like I feel like it's like it tries to be Goodfellas, like in the in the way it tells its story. But I feel like something happened in the making of this movie. Like they ran out of money. Because, like, it wraps up in, like, the quickest way possible. Like, every character just has, like, the cleanest resolution. Like, it's just like, all right, and the movie's over. So, yeah, it was an interesting watch, to say the least. I would recommend it if anyone wants to watch it, I guess. You would? Yeah. I think it's just, like, it's just an interesting movie that was put out during a small period of time. And it's about something that not a lot of people know about. You know, it's just, like. Pretty sure Donald Trump is in that movie. Is he? I'm pretty sure he is. I, I didn't see him. All right, that's all I have to say. Okay, Harvey, um, what be movie you have for us? Um, I watched uh, one movie this week. It's kind of an unusual watch, but um, I don't know. I was pretty interested in seeing it. Not initially when it came out in theater, but um, yeah, I came across it on HBO Go. Um, I watched Power Rangers, uh, which came out last year. Um, I don't know about you guys. I, I saw your letterbox review. Did I review it on letterbox? You said I don't regret it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I was I was kind of a fan of Power Rangers when I was growing up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it's a pretty cool show, I guess. Uh, I like the movies as well, so it just felt right. The goo. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it ooze? Ooze. Ivan ooze and Ivan yeah, ooze. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and this one had like a, it didn't have a great cast, but it had some all-stars in there, like, you know, Elizabeth Banks, Brian Cranston, Bill Hader. Are they all-stars? I would say so, yeah. Brian Cranston? Brian Cranston, Bill Hader, yeah. Elizabeth Banks, I love Elizabeth Banks. Are they Power Rangers? Yeah, they're all Power Rangers. (laughs) Yes, Brian Cranston is a fucking Power (laughs) Rangers. That would be pretty crazy. (laughs) 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 Fucking Grey Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the gray ranger. <laughs> that old. <laughs> Yo, I would fucking watch that movie any day of the week. Uh, I would watch that over this shit that you're about to talk to us breaking about right bad, now. But Bre- instead yeah. of a meth dealer, he becomes a power Fucking ranger. A, man. He's that actually um, Brian Cranston is Zordon. Um, yeah, Bill Hader is Alpha 5, the robot, <laughs> and, uh, which is very fitting, obviously. And Elizabeth Banks plays uh, Rita Raposa. Who the fuck tricked these people to be in this movie? Um, like, who really thought this? And was like, "Hey, do you want to be know. in Power Rangers?" I remember when I initially saw the first trailer. I was, I thought it was pretty. You know, it looked pretty hyped because, uh, yeah, you see all the three of them in there, but they didn't show anyone else, um, or even say who it was directed by. It was actually directed by a guy named Dean Israelite, which that's well, a weird. It's last a, name. It is a very weird last name. Um, yeah, I feel like you have to pay money to get that last I, name. Yeah, probably. Here's the uh, synopsis. A group of high school students, and ca- well, in case you don't know what fucking Power Rangers is about, a group of high school students who are infused with unique superpowers harness their abilities in order to save the world. Um, okay. This movie does some uh, interesting things. And when I say interesting, I mean some fucking crazy things. <laughs> um, 
It starts off with uh, two main characters. One is played by the guy, uh, I think it's Decree Montgomery or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, Decree Montgomery and uh, R.J. Seiler. Um, they become the um, Red Ranger and the Blue Ranger, respectively. And um, the interesting thing that I'm talking about is that R.J., he is autistic. He's on the spectrum, and he is like the main comedic relief in this movie which is a bananas fucking <laughs> choice for a director to make or, or, or a writer. I, I don't I can't comprehend what they were thinking when they decided to do this. But um I'm surprised I didn't hear more backlash and like uh, controversy surrounding this movie. I feel like just nobody went and saw this movie. Yeah, cuz he like literally like the sole comedic vessel is through this autistic kid and most of the jokes are like, "Oh shit. Oh yeah, because laughing at him." Yeah, because like I'm autistic. Yeah. Like I'm doing dumb shit because I'm autistic. Oh ha my ha. god, <laughs> it's it's really fucking weird. Um, but I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. Um, Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks' character was fucking weird, and um, the costume design choices I don't really understand. She had like a grill in it for some reason. Um, she was trying to summon this uh, beast called a uh, Goldor. And he was made completely out of gold, gold. So she was just stealing gold the entire Yo, movie. Yo, you just saying? I feel like you're making all of this up right yeah, now. It sounds like I didn't watch the movie. I'm just making shit up. But yeah, this happens. <laughs> like in the you movie. just, you, you're, this is like fan fiction you pulled off online. That's like, what I think. That's what they did. I think they just pulled some shit off of fucking like DeviantArt or some shit. Like, like let's just <laughs> take all this oh from different God. fucking places. She had a grill in the movie. Um, Fuck the fucking uh, Yellow Ranger. Yellow Ranger was. Uh, I think she was gay, but they didn't yeah. really, really like say it. They were just kind of like hinting at it, and it was a really weird choice because nothing became of that. She didn't uh, pursue any love interest or anything. It was just Not like the Pink Ranger. The Pink Ranger. Wait, what? That's why. Who's the gay one? The Yellow Yellow Ranger. Yellow Rangers. Pink Ranger was just a typical hot girl. Oh, okay. Um, Wasn't the Yellow Ranger uh, like a black girl in the in the show? No. She was Asian. Oh, wasn't there? Was there a black female Power Ranger or was it just a yeah, black I male? think at one point. Well, no, 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 no. There was a black ranger and he was black. I don't believe there yeah. was ever a Zach. black. I thought the yeah. blue ranger was like black. No, the blue ranger was white and he wore glasses. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah. So um, as for the story, yeah. The story is pretty weak, as I said. Um, I don't know. It sounds super fucking interesting to me. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everything you're saying right now just sounds like, all right. I don't know. I'm on board. Uh, the story is fairly weak, in my opinion. Um, it gives it a bit of backstory that I thought could have been interesting because you find out that the original Power Rangers were aliens, um, and they like uh, fought not necessarily over Earth, but over a crystal that is within Earth that can be used to create or destroy life. And um, they were fighting Rita Raposa thousands of years before humans were even around. Uh, Zord- Zordon was one of those original Power Rangers. So he is a Power Ranger. Yeah, Zordon was an original Power Ranger, but he became stuck in his ship's Matrix. After he died, his consciousness became stuck in the Matrix. So um, that <laughs> that is how um, the new Power Rangers communicate with him, like through the big face <laughs> in the computer. Um, oh my, this is fan fiction. Yeah, All it, of this it, is fan fiction. The story, the story <laughs> is incredibly weak. No, wait. Is that part fan fiction? Because he's always been stuck. Yeah, he was stuck... There was never any explanation. I don't oh, believe but this explained it. Yeah, but this gave this gave uh, an explanation. It gave an origin to Zordon, which I thought could have been cool, but it was just done in a really weird and 
Um, oh. Just really cheesy way. Well, um, this sucks. I'm stuck in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's some stuff that happens with that. I won't give that away because it's kind of a spoiler um, as far as him getting out and stuff. Um, um, what? But um, He gets out? No, I said, no, I don't know. There's like a, <laughs> That's a yes. He doesn't. He, he does not. He does not get does out. Does he become the Green Ranger? He does not get out. Um, okay. But yeah, you would have to watch the movie to see what happens with that. Rita Repulsa. Yeah, they were fighting Repulsa thousands of years before. Um, yeah, so this is like the basically the new generation teenagers uh, inherit the powers of the Power Rangers, and um, they have like a very limited time to um, develop their skills and. Um, <laughs> And to um, use their powers, right, or to become familiar with them before Rita Repulsa uh, like returns to full strength, and she can destroy the world. So everything happens at a really accelerated pace too, and it's just incredibly unbelievable that these people that are being entrusted with saving the planet they have to like literally get ready in like a week. They went from like being normal high school kids to getting these powers, and he just accepted immediately, and then they have to f- save the world a week later. It's just really, uh, no, that part's unbelievable. Um, the plot, as I said, is pretty fucking stupid. Um, Rita Repulsa has to um, raise a big gold giant out of the sky. Or not out of the sky. She has to raise him out of the ground and um, by collecting gold everywhere. So she like goes to pawn shops and shit, and she's like robbing pawn shops to get gold. <laughs> and then she gets like a gold grill. Um, yeah. What? There's not much else I can say about this movie. It's pretty bad overall. It's pretty horrible. Um, mm. Somehow this movie made a decent amount of money, though. So Are they making a sequel? I'm sure they're going to make a sequel at some point. Um, I'm trying to think of any redeeming. I liked it when they, they of course, they uh, fused at the end, um, and they formed a, I don't know, does that thing have a name, the big thing that they form into? from Megazord. Their, uh, is that what it's called? Mega. It's a Megazord. Yeah. They, yeah. So they fused at the end, and that was kind of cool to see um, in live action. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. It's a pretty bad movie. Um, characters are really one dimensional. Yeah, it looks a lot cooler than that in the in the new one. I mean, it still looks pretty fucking cheesy because uh, yeah, they just didn't have I guess the resources or funds. The money to, they spent yeah. on the money on other shit. Yeah. On the fucking they, bad they, writing. They, they spent the money on fucking Brian Cranston and Bill Hader and <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. And then everyone else is just nobody in the movie. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. It it makes you nostalgic. Yeah, like, it looks like a Transformer. This shit looks uh, dumb. Um, but I'm trying to think of redeeming things. But, you know, that's about it. The, the, the fusing at the end, they, they use their fucking animals. What are their animals called? Zords, yeah, or something like that. <laughs> Megazords, or I don't know, but yeah. I mean, the Megazord <laughs> is Anazords. It's it's the Zords, like yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. But they had the like like one would turn into like a like a wolf, animatronic wolf. wolf. I don't right, wolf? like yeah, like yeah, a yeah. four legged animal. Yeah, I think the first of all, you're getting you're getting all your your shows mixed up. I'm not talking about Zoids. No, I'm talking about is that Zoids because the 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 animals you're talking about comes from a show called Voltron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, thinking of Ultron. Yeah. They, they, yeah and These specifically Rangers, are dinosaurs. dinosaurs, yeah, dinosaurs. Oh, right, dinosaurs. So yeah. it was like there was a four-legged one, though, right? Yeah, there was a four-legged one. Yeah, yeah. tiger. Yeah, he was like a triceratops. 
Yeah, Triceratops, Sabertooth Tiger, which is dumb because they weren't... The tiger, that's what I was Yeah, Sabertooth Tiger, yeah. It's not a dinosaur, bro. That's not... Well, it's fucking prehistoric animals. (laughs) Well, anyways, this uh, movie is not very good. Um, (laughs) If you want to watch it for the nostalgic appeal like I did, then I guess you won't completely hate your life after you're done. Um, Yeah, it's like a one and a half... Out of five for me, maybe. Let's all rewatch the, the Ivan Ooze one. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I think if they had done Ivan Ooze, it would it could have been a lot cooler. Um, simply because Ivan Ooze is just kind of a cool character, I think. Yeah, putties. Um, Remember the putties? Yeah, yeah, like these were putties. Any, were there any of those the putty in this? minions? They were like uh, Rita minions, but they were like made out of rock, so they were just fucking boring. Yeah, they were just smashing. Kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Ivan Ooze would have been a bear, better character. <laughs> This movie had like five writers. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they all got together and uh, they, do they are they like just DeviantArt usernames yeah, and stuff like, or whatever. Like, I feel like these writers were just all like they had no understanding of like what Power Rangers was. They just they were just given like like some basic information and they're like, all right, I guess we can just put that here and we can take this and put this one here. Yeah, and since we're uh you know, we're gonna be reviewing a movie by uh, Jim. I think it's only fitting that I mention um, that Roy is in the movie. <laughs> Roy. <laughs> yeah, Roy is in Power Rangers. He plays his dad, uh, right? Yeah, he's like the Red Ranger's dad. Yeah. Huh. I like that dude. He, he's, he seems nice. <laughs> he's like a pretty good actor, too. So, but, um, yeah, do you guys want to move on to our main review? Uh, a Quiet Place? Yeah, let's, uh, let's take a listen to a clip. All right, that was a nice clip. It was pretty. It was I pretty like quiet. Was, if, I, if I should say, that was bad. That was a very good, that was a good joke. Right? Yo, that's right. like that's a Tom level of joke. <laughs> All right. Okay, a quiet place was uh, directed by John Krasinski. Uh, mm-hmm. It was also written by John Krasinski with the help of Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Um, they also helped with the story. Who stars in it? Uh, John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, and uh, some children. I I don't believe I've seen these children before. I think they did a pretty good job. Uh, We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Here's the synopsis. A family is forced to live in silence while hiding from creatures that hunt by sound. Steve, take us away. Dope. Tom, real quick, I have to critique your uh, iPhone video. It doesn't look too sharp. Oh, it's not the time for this. No. I just want to put it out there. That's an Instagram, and it doesn't use the same aspects of the camera. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, we're talking about movies. A Quiet Place. Uh, my thoughts. I actually thought this wasn't too bad. I I, 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 I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, I think there's, like, writing. I think there's, like, issues with the writing that I did not enjoy. But I thought that it was an entertaining thriller with uh, enjoyable characters I actually did care about because sometimes when you have these movies, it's just, they end up just being kind of cannon fodder and you don't have any, you know, attachment or really care what happens to them, especially when you're watching like a big blockbuster like this. Or not big blockbuster, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like this is a, you know, this is a bigger picture, a bigger horror movie than we usually get. From Was like, this a Blumhouse production? No, this, no, I think Paramount, right? Uh, like put this remember. out. Yeah. 
which is interesting. I feel like they're putting out a lot more, like, they're bringing out a lot more movies that they usually don't put out because I'm pretty sure they did uh, Mother, right? If I'm not mistaken as well. But, uh, no, overall, I did enjoy it. I had a good time, and I thought, uh, I know this is not his first movie, but I kind of want to see what else he does, John Krasinski. And uh, I'd like to, I like I'd like him to keep going too. Yeah, um, I like to see what else he does, especially when it's just like, you know, I, I think he he pulls off the superhero dad, like he's like super dad, like in this whole movie, he's just constantly running and like carrying his kids and protecting them. He's I'm running just, fast, dude. Yo, he's running <laughs> fast as fuck. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. He's like, yeah, that made me change his perspective because it's weird watching. I was watching The Office, and then I watched this, and I'm just like, this is the same person. How did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I just kept imagining it was Dwight dreaming it. <laughs> That's a- this is like doomsday fucking... <laughs> like in the early seasons where he has like hatred for Jim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, this is kind of going to go into our uh, our topic later, but you know. It, it's kind of disrespectful for us to keep bringing up office jokes when we when we talk about this. Definitely, this. but but you know we can't help it. You know I think it's the nature of. of I mean, it has yeah, it has like what nine seasons? Yeah. It's like it's like I, I grew up watching it, so yeah. I mean it's impossible. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, it was like fucking ten years with him being called Jim. Yeah, Steve, you have anything else to say? No, I mean I think my opinion is just very overall positive. There is some stuff that I didn't enjoy, and I think it's just script wise. I didn't like. Uh, but overall, I think I think the performances were solid. I, and I like, like, and I honestly like the first half of the film where it really was fucking quiet. Yeah, like it was parts of the movie where you could hear people breathing. The first, was like, first two acts are definitely <laughs> my favorite. What do you mean, the people in the movie? Yeah, people, people in the theater. I hear the people theater. fucking breathing. Like it's just like, yeah, this oh, was a. If you, if you see this in a packed house, you're gonna hear lots of popcorn bags. Yeah. Um. I'll kind of hop on here. I, I'm with Steve. I really, I think I have overall positive uh, thoughts about this movie. I know you guys for, foreshadowed me like uh, being upset that we picked this over You Were Never Really Here, but I disagree. Yeah, that's not the title. Yeah, that's not the title. Yeah. You better say the right name. <laughs> a Beautiful Day. What is it? It's A Beautiful Day. A day beautiful. Wait, did they really change it? Yeah, they, yeah, changed, they it. changed it. Last fucking minute? Yeah. That's super weird. I don't know why. It's still under that at Angelica. You Were Never Really Here. Yeah, they changed it. That is fucking bizarre. Uh, but anyways, uh, no, I'm actually on board with this. It's like a we haven't had like a solid like horror movie where people are like, I feel like every horror movie that comes out is just schlocky horror bullshit. But this is like one of those ones you see the trailer for, and like everybody universally is kind of like, ooh, that looks intriguing. Uh, it's because it's a it's a new concept uh, that's that's really cool and. Um, Overall, I'm I'm glad we picked that movie. Uh, I think uh, cinematography is really good. The way that they they kind of fuse that with the whole lack of dialogue was was really cool. And um, I, I love that. And um and I think uh, <laughs> the lack of dialogue is is cool. I like it. It's uh it obviously you know you you kind of imagine yourself in that that scenario. And it's fucking frightening, and yeah. I think, and I think, a lot of horror movies, I, I kind of feel like some of the characters are stupid and get themselves into that situation. Yeah. And this isn't much like a horror movie. And what I like about this movie is it takes uh, 
apocalyptic movie ideas where, you know, horror and apocalypse movies are a little bit different. You know, horror movies are usually... It could be like it comes at night in a way where it's like very yeah, like, but like this kind of takes the a fusion of like it, this one's a lot different than it comes at night. It oh, comes yeah. at night is not don't expect it to go in any direction that did. Yeah, yeah. this That's takes very psychological. Uh, this yeah, is. this takes uh takes it back to B horror in a good yeah. way. It, like little things that happen, like for instance the nail and stuff. Yeah, little things like that that like. Just like a, a a snowball effect of of bad occurrences. Yeah, happen. I thought I thought there was and, one um, point in the movie where I'm like, he's like, okay, man, it's over. They did it, and then it's just like, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, it does a good job <laughs> with that. Um, I I honestly was really tense in this movie. Yeah, I was it was really tense, and um, I would I'm, I'm pretty good at like you know submitting myself to a movie, but this one like definitely overcame me like. As far as being uh, on the edge of my seat, even though that recliner chair at AMC is hard to be on the edge of. But, uh. The fuck? Was that some <laughs> promotion? What the hell was that? <laughs> it's just like you're not sitting in a conventional seat. You kind of lean the. the Tell fuck us more back. about AMC. <laughs> great, great chairs, bro. Not all of them, though. Uh, there was. A, all right. Let me talk about the score real quick. Let me ask you something, Steve. You've played a lot of RPGs. Did the score sound like it was out of a Japanese RPG? And then when they were talking with subtitles, it was when RPGs didn't have voice voiceover, acting, and you would just yeah. read it, yeah. and they would be talking, but there's no sound. You yeah. just read it, and you're reading, and, and the you're... score sounded like it was from that game. I swear to God, I, I thought I was Which playing game an RPG. Take, uh, or you're saying in general? Just in general, I had that like whimsical like uh, I RPG can't remember score. Off, yeah, I can't it's remember like when they were like, uh, especially when. He was like convincing his son. He was scared to go. He's like, oh, "Don't yeah. worry, it'll be fine." And they're all talking. It's mm-hmm. like that. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's like a, like a, like the low moments in like an RPG. Yeah. Like after after like after you just got done yeah. doing a dungeon, the music and, like, and you're like in a small and village and everyone's like regrouping. Everything everything feels okay. Yeah, you like know? You're safe for a bit. It was so weird because you're reading it and there's no voice. There's nothing being said. Yeah, you're reading subtitles. It's not a foreign language. There's, you know, the sign language. You don't yeah. hear it. Uh, that was funny, but overall, the the movie uh, takes uh, some some good steps. And uh, what what's spoiler talk here? Like, what what can we say? What what can't we? say? I mean, obvious. There's like obvious shit that we cannot say. All right, you can say that there is. Can you say what the the perpetuator of of Fear is. I mean, it's in the trailer, right? Sound, right? I mean, is that what you're talking about? Well, in the trailer, or for like instance, like the like the the creatures. All right, so in the trailer, there's a few things you know. There's creatures, and you also know there's a pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's free game. Okay, that's free game. All right. Uh, can we like say that the creatures look good? Or <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, we cut this out. I don't know. I yeah, guess we that, can. That's okay. Like because it's like. We all know, like, in the trailers that we do see, like, glimpses of the creature. Also, one thing I thought in the trailer, I was, um, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I'll cut it out if need be. But you, you know she's pregnant in the trailer, right? Yeah. But you, you just kind of assume that this happens, the pregnancy happens pre-apocalypse. But you're, you're soon... Uh, <laughs> taught that 
this pregnancy happens way after the apocalypse already started. So no, they, that's assumed that that it happened during or after like everything's hit the fan. No, they no in the trailer. It's a fact that they yeah, it definitely happened after. They it's yeah. a fact that he got her pregnant. Yeah, like a hundred days into. Possibly more, maybe 300, 200 days yeah, into the like, apocalypse. So it's after, yeah, like we all know that, that that pregnancy is taking What are place. you doing having a baby during a time like that? Man, he needs to get it off, man. Like they both like... No. They almost, they almost a died. A baby is literally the biggest liability you could ever listen, have. Listen, 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 listen. I was listen. thinking about... That's he, the biggest he, liability I've ever heard of in my life, besides a they drum both, set. All right, so l- listen, they both probably are just like so happy to be alive, and they're like, let's make love. Pull out. Yeah, maybe maybe he did and he just didn't. He Maybe they were just in the throes of I can passion. Tell you, I can tell he's bad at pulling out with all those fucking kids. <laughs> well, it, it kind of annoyed me that they were so naive to think that, that we can continue a family. I also have another... Like, I like that. I have another, like... Uh, this is more of a Ready Player One syndrome where I'm, like, commenting on some bullshit like that... Like, minute shit. Yeah, it's kind of spoiler, though, so I won't mention it. Maybe off-air, but... Uh, what? Why the birds are making noise? Why are the aliens not attacking No, birds? no, that's definitely... I'm not that oh. stupid. Come on. Oh. They kill the birds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, raccoon? That's all I'll say. Um, oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah, what about you? I wasn't Harvey? expecting that. You're at you're all. You're, uh, you're bigger in the horror genre than than me and Steve. What do you, what have you got to say? Yeah, you live in that shit. I don't necessarily live in it. Molded I'm, by it. Molded by it. Um <laughs> Yeah, um I suppose I'll talk about the good things. Um I do like uh I do like the uh the parenthood aspect of it. Yeah. I like how they are like the, the entire point of this movie is for them to uh, protect their kids and what they're willing to do to pr- protect their kids. Um, I love that um, a lot of the scenes individually, like with uh, especially with uh, John Krasinski, it, it, it's so hard to call him John Krasinski. So with John, just a Jim, <laughs> no Jim with, with, uh, with, with John, <laughs> John Krasinski and the kids, Jim Krasinski. <laughs> um, there's there's some scenes with him and the kids that um I really enjoyed it and I really felt like uh like he's like he could be a proper actor now and he could start to separate himself from uh from his role as Jim so I think that's a really good sign um like it, I didn't think of Jim or anything like they were the office when I was watching the scenes they actually he felt like touched, that they touched me in a way and, yeah um, that's what I'm saying he's yeah. super dad man he yeah. actually did yeah. feel like a father like the yeah. things he without know. even saying anything you get how the way he like. Like yeah. you just direct them and look at them and just like he's very good at emoting. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he actually there's really good scenes in the office where he did that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the scenes, with, especially with him and his son. It felt like um, I don't know. I wouldn't say necessarily metaphors, but it, he was teaching him lessons, and I feel like um, it kind of equates to uh, parenthood in general. Yeah. You're trying to teach your kid how to survive, whether it's in a post-apocalyptic world or in our current world he was teaching him lessons and um i don't know i just thought that was like i I like that aspect of the writing um i like um the idea of them having to protect their kids and them having to um lay down everything to protect them um there are aspects of the writing that i don't like however like show mentioning the, the pregnancy i didn't really understand that um i also it it did make me make me upset that they thought that they could 
do that and pull that off. I don't, they are so cautious, like incredibly cautious and responsible in every other degree. Exactly. But then they have a kid. It makes no, it, it makes no sense. It's like um, getting a drum set. Yeah. It, it's um. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. It's, it's strange. Like, I, I think. I think there's like obviously like other things. It's not like she can choose whether or not yeah. she gets pregnant. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, yeah, if it was an accident, like, I guess there's that's no... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that's exactly... That's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you can't... It's just like, I mean, sex... Like, someone... Like, people are going to fuck regardless. I think that's yeah. always going to happen. I didn't... I, I feel... But, like, yeah, but they they didn't treat it... They didn't show anything that made it seem like it was an accident. It's It felt like, in, like it was a... Like it was a good thing. Well, we are shown something very early on in the film that m- gives us a reason why they do the things they do now. You know what I mean? Like the things that happen earlier on mm. and how the way she, not even how the way she reacts to like being pregnant and how the way, actually how the way they all react in in that, after that incident earlier on the film, like we, we have a better understanding why they're doing the things they do. Yeah, but I that's I think, selfish. I think it is selfish. I don't know. But I mean, it's like, uh, what do you expect? You know, she gets an abortion? I mean... It's like everyone's complaining about the pregnancy, I, but like it's like they they had sex. They, but everything they do is preventative. It's they, preventative, they, but like, but what can they do if he's not a medically trained doctor? Yeah, but I yeah, I understand it. Abstinence. That, but you don't. We don't get the sense that this was an accident or that they. Um, it feels like they did it on purpose. Yeah, as it, a, it felt. It feels like it was as a if they were pregnancy. trying to fill a void. But that's what I'm saying. Like but that's it's still like, a bad. But idea. it's like e- either way you look at it, if it was an accident or if it wasn't, like. Like what? What difference does it make? I think it's like. I think it makes a big difference. rookie difference. mistake. You know, the uh, first review on Letterbox is is agreeing with me and Harvey. It just uh, I don't know. It like just that, says why y'all fucking during the apocalypse? <laughs> 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 it's like the, I feel like that's what people will do the most during the apocalypse. Ah, like, Yo, we got nothing left to lose. <laughs> nah, I'd probably just be jerking off. Okay. Well, um, we all know that's what you would do most of the time. That's what you do most of the time now. I also. Um, <laughs> it's not true. I also do. Uh, like the audio and the um, or lack thereof, and the and the uh, cinematography. I think they both blended together really well. The I don't know how to explain it, but the scenes that are captured, they're very um. I don't know. They just catered to the lack of audio. If that makes sense. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of uh. I don't know. Just uh. Beautifully shot scenes, I think, and I think um, they work really well with audio, and I think that's a good—I don't know—a good indicator of good cinematography. That I didn't feel like I was—I don't know—I felt like I wasn't being deprived of a of a sense. So I think that was cool. And there's a lot of instances where it switches off from you know being very quiet to being absolutely quiet. quiet yeah. yeah, and I, I thought those were done really well too. Um, yeah, I think it was a bold move on the writing and also the directing, where they really did to tr- like they chose to lean into that aspect of like like silence in the film, like you know that is the major fear, like the, the surrounding yeah. that, and they really lean into it. They could have found ways around it, and like throughout the film, you start seeing how they live their life, especially when we see the waterfowl scene. I think that was great. 
Mm-hmm. It really shows us like the world they live in and how they do like what they do to survive and yeah, that was like, a, that was a really well shot scene. Yeah, I like that scene a lot. And and that's what I mean. Like I think it just really it does a great job world building. There's like a little callback to that too. Which yeah, is pretty cool. Um, I, I would yeah, I would say like it's a lot of yeah, alien homage in this. Yeah. Uh, that 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 scene did remind me a little bit of Alien. Yeah. You know? I enjoyed the. Uh, yeah, I mean, this movie does, it's kind of like, you know, taking silent movie yeah. elements and combining them with the air of, like, Alien and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, what, oh, like, anything, like, that's, I feel like we should talk about, like, maybe negative things we didn't like. Did um, we not, did, I mean, is there anything that I stood like out to you? I them fucking during the apocalypse. <laughs> before, before. First of all, I know for a <laughs> fact. I know for a fact you you would, you would have ten baby showmos running around. Oh, wouldn't I? I would, I... If I'm not if I'm not during doing that apo- now, I'm definitely not doing that during the apocalypse. You're like, I got that's nothing how, left to lose. That's how I feel about it. Like, I wouldn't have a kid right <laughs> I'm now. I'm scared to have a kid now. What the fuck would I do it then? With well, I mean, I guess monsters my- running around. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dude, my legacy. If a baby cries, a fucking monster breaks into your house and kills all of you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That doesn't bother me. I'm afraid of buying diapers. I don't want to fucking I mean, get like, eaten I mean, by like, a monster. <laughs> I mean, the monster part fucking terrifies me. I'm talking about. I just. I didn't think it like bothered me story wise. Like I just accepted it that know. these. This is what these characters did. Like, like it happened. I feel like it was. I think it's hard to talk about any negatives for me. Um, one, once spoiler, but um, I think like, uh, I don't know, man. See, there's not a ton of like. Like dialogue, so it's like you can't really bash any acting. I mean, um, the, the emoting I think was really well done. Like the acting in terms of like, like, like Harvey said was like uh, John Krasinski. Like he was able to like really just. Like, yeah, the lack of words really made them have to. Uh, yeah, really em- emote very. Um, and I think everyone did a, a good job well. at that. This movie is kind of just one like thrill to the to the next. It, it, yeah, it feels like uh, a lot of great a, scenes. A lot yeah. of like. Cool. Every every uh, scene stands on its own. I think the old man scene was scene. pretty cool. The, no, the I mean, every the every scene that um, is supposed to like make you scared. Yeah, yeah. Um, every scene like, stands like, on its yeah, own, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I like the. I don't know a lot of a lot I mean, of horror movies. Um, a lot of the scares are just fucked up by the uh, by the timing and the pacing. And I think this one it paces itself really well, and it. Um, it knows when to not throw in a monster and when to do it, and um, I don't know, just dragging out the um, tension. Yeah. It, it does a good job of that. Yeah, I so. need to go pee like maybe like over halfway through way through this movie, and I'm like sitting, there, I'm like fuck, man, like like there were some tense ass scenes. I'm like sitting at the edge of my seat, like fuck, fuck, fuck. Is, that's like weird <laughs> because um, it's like it's weird you say that because I've never seen more people pee in a theater than. Than in this showing today, like yeah. fucking half the theater left to go to the bathroom. Like, what the fuck is going on? That's weird. It was, it was really weird. <laughs> like they were like lining up. It was, it was weird. Um, yeah, I ha- I did have a problem with um, the third act though. I think the first two are really solid, yeah. but a lot of things fell apart for me in the third act, and I think that could have been. Uh, that's that crossing the spoiler stuff, but yeah, there were certain I mean, things I didn't like that I just kind of like. Eh. I just think some. So it got. A little bit cheesy and a little bit formulaic yeah. towards the end, and uh, it it kind of ruined a lot of a lot of things for me. Yeah, like like I would say that. Yeah, in the third act, we, we get such like we're, we're, 
Like the we last, won, yeah, we're the won. last shot in the movie. God yeah, damn, like, that fuck. shit was cringeworthy. That was the most cringiest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, in my life. it's very, it's very. Uh, like, I was like Ash versus the Evil Dead type shit. Yeah, I'm like sitting, like, what are they? That, that like, what ending is coming? Was kind of like it was definitely like the whole movie, especially takes from the risks. other like the other scenes that yeah. came before it, like yeah. the emotionally heavy scenes. Yeah, yeah that, this that movie, like, this movie takes risk and it's like it actually challenges the average moviegoer. And then that last scene is like yeah. I throws she, you too big of a bone. I thought Emily Blunt was gonna say groovy. That would have been nice. That would great. Uh, <laughs> or a high five or something. Uh spoilers. Uh but uh yeah, I think uh I think other than that, I, I will agree, but I didn't have much of a problem with anything besides that. I think I think one issue, like I said, with the writing is third act and then also it's this one part of the movie and it's like I think I'm it's something that you do Tom's where you nitpick I, it's like I'm nitpicking it's the stairs scene where the lawn when the laundry bag where she's going up the stairs and then like the camera pans up and it just sits there and it's just like you want to remember that <laughs> and I'm like yeah. you don't need that we don't uh, think, none of us need that we uh, all we don't know. need that but I think some people need it I don't think so because I think it would have been better if it's just not shown at all. Like it, I think it as works if, better as if it was like like uh, we, we surpri- s- it like made you remember like, yeah by force instead of like, like basically showing that like oh remember this like it would have been like oh this happened like cause and effect like it's just it, well, any simple know. movie fucking goer could have figured it I out. I think it uh it added uh, I don't know uh, that's that did, a nitpick I that's guess a, that's a nitpick but that did bother me a little bit. I'm my nit like, my nitpick is is comes with um. It doesn't bother me, and I don't. I don't mind when films uh, don't give you a lot of information. Like it comes at night was was great. I really enjoyed it, but uh, man, they don't give you shit. They don't. And, uh, and this one? No, this oh, yeah. this they one gives get... you way more than it comes at night. It comes. At oh, night you think so? You... I disagree. I think it's the opposite. Well, I would say it's it gives you more until you go into what I wanted to say, yeah. which is spoiler. But yeah. and it comes at night. You at least know that it's a disease. Like you have no idea what the fuck is going on in this movie. Yeah, you I guess you're there's, right. There's just creatures you don't know where they came from. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's you, just you see newspapers. You have know, no idea. Yeah, you see newspapers faintly, but uh, I think I know. You what don't, they you are don't really know what's what's going on in the rest of the world, in the large cities and stuff. You're you're kind of fixed with them, and um, I don't know. I I I think. If you have all those newspapers, you should give us some more info, maybe. But uh, maybe not. Maybe that's uh, the limited storytelling is uh, what what makes the the intrigue. It works. Yeah, it just works. You, uh, but you man, know. like I just I just wonder. Steve talked about cause and effect. I don't know to what degree, but I don't know. It's weird. I was thinking about that throughout this throughout this movie, like uh, at the beginning of the third act, especially. And this movie does a good job. <laughs> I guess that displaying cause and effect no it does like every, some, like yeah. it's like well, some it's evidence like a, shit. Yeah. yeah it's like b, b yeah. movie yeah. stuff where it's all like the, this happened yeah. so yeah yeah it, it did a really good job of that it, showing them the consequences to um their actions they live in like a they have to live such in such a perfect way and without fault otherwise they die and it shows you how that system just breaks down and the littlest yeah, mistake i really like that aspect of it yeah and things just kept going bad for them to like the battery. It was just a no, snowball effect. Yeah. It was like the, I like that a lot. Um, it didn't just because a lot of horror movies they will just throw shit on top of shit like um, and this happens and this happens, but they don't really show like what these actions. It, yeah. yeah, these actions lead to this and this leads to this. Well, they yeah, it's just like it's just it, all it, this shit shows up and we don't know why. 
it's like I said, like that waterfall scene, like that comes into play later, like of understanding like how the world works around them now. And it does a really great job at that. Uh, and it's like little things like that uh, that really take it to the next step for a horror movie. A lot of horror movies are just, I would say, lazy and go for a cheap scare. Yeah, this like sex, jump scares and stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, this one has a couple, but like um, overall, I, think, I feel like they're. I feel like jump scares are almost like a necessity in a way. Yeah, for like but but it big, doesn't rely on them. This yeah. this movie actually re- relies tension, more on building the, the tension, tension. Yeah, like there's yeah. moments, like I like I said in the uh, like that scene in the woods with the old man. That was like I was like oh shit like if I was that in that was situation scene, I'll be like oh fuck oh fuck like yeah like I feel like some that was mo- a great scene. <laughs> yeah, I think that some horror movies rely on a uh, like, like either just pure chance or like just, or, or even like the the typical like characters doing making dumb decisions. Uh, whereas this movie doesn't really, the characters don't make a lot of dumb decisions, and when they do, it's like almost regretful. I mean, like I think how. I think the biggest dumb decision is them having a kid. But like, if you look past that, um, a lot of the things is like. It's hard to live in complete silence. Like I think eventually it's you're gonna fucking make noise, you know? Yeah. I, I think there was another great scene in the film with uh uh it's in the trailer where, where the where the kids are playing Monopoly and they start a fire. Yeah, yeah. And like and like right afterwards the boy he was like in tears. Yeah. Because he you see that instant he's, reaction. Yeah, like he's, he's like, like, Oh, I'm, I'm like, gonna I'm fucking die. Yeah, yeah, I fucked up. I'm so sorry, I fucked up. Like and and that's it comes again with with good characters and you cared about what happened to them. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, like near the end, I got a little choked up uh, near the oh, third act. Boy, yeah, really? man, I got yeah, no, I didn't, I did, just because like I understood the whole the overall like 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 sure. like uh what they call it. What is that noise? I'm hearing like some random like squeaking. Yeah, I'm hearing Maybe. it too. Yeah. But all right, never mind. Yeah. Uh, so like near the end, I was like, I felt something, you know, and I think that's a sign of a good characters and good storytelling. Yeah. Um, you guys mentioned the score. Um, that was one issue that I did have. I was not a fan of the score for some reason. I wasn't either. It, it, it sounded too like it, schlocky. Yeah, it was. It's kind of cheesy and kind of um, you know, like melodramatic type shit. Um, it it actually reminded me a lot of um. Like the the military movies that John Krasinski has been in, like especially hours in Benghazi. Yeah, like yeah, especially never, like I in never the, finished. Yeah, in the, the third act, <laughs> in the third act when he's uh when he's like uh, trying to find his kids and stuff too, and the things that happen afterwards. There's there's that music over the over the top, and it, it sounded very much like a war movie or something. I didn't I didn't like it at all. Um, so I think the music could have definitely been been a lot better. Yeah, sound, pretty, sound uh, is good. The mu- the music, the actual score is um, it's it's just there's nothing notable about it besides that it sounds kind of weirdly out of what, place. What is it called? It's called the uh, the temp music where they just or is it temp score or something where they just put something over like all right we need something for a very like fast paced at like this this intense scene so they just put something very just generic over it like it's like oh we use yeah, this for another I, movie honestly. Change it up a bit. I'm gonna look when this movie becomes available for some way that I can like download it. It's going to uh, what I'm gonna do is uh, in that scene that I was talking about, I'm going to put the sounds of like dialogue bubbles popping up. 
like with the, the music, the and, I, and I swear you're going to think you're playing an RPG. It's, <laughs> it's such corny, weird music. Other than that, the sound design was good. But, uh, yeah, I, overall, I think it was a pleasant and fun experience. Yeah. Um, the creatures. the cre- I think the creature design was good. However, I think they definitely... Uh, Took a lot from Stranger Things. They did look like a yeah. de- what they called Demogorgon. Demogorgon yeah. yeah, it's like a mix between Demogorgon and something else. It reminded me of like yeah. re- I don't know if you guys ever played Resident Evil. Yeah, it, it reminded me of like some of the creatures. Resident Evil Five. Yeah, yeah. like some of the weird fucking yeah, crazy of, creatures. Like reminded that. me of Resident Evil Five too. By the way, they opened up like their yeah, yeah. skulls. Yeah, yeah. They're I mean, they're pretty fucking creepy. It's just yeah. they they don't look. I mean, originality. I, I would say they're you know. Is what, yeah, is what I mean, you expect. Yeah, originality, not so much, but like quality, I think it was a lot better than I was expecting. Uh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. They definitely uh did yeah, did a good job there. They don't they don't try to hide them due to bad CGI. It actually looks really good. Yeah. Man, that last scene fucking killed me. It really did kill it though. It didn't, I didn't kill like it, it for me, but it definitely like detract maybe a half star. Yeah, it detracted. Like I was sitting there, I'm like, it's like really? But you know we won't say much else about it. Yeah. it I think uh, overall, overall you're yeah. still gonna you're still probably gonna get a little scared and, and uh, suspended. I feel like it, that that scene is like cut from a different take of the or a like different version of the movie, like where they're like, well, maybe if we can make this. Maybe kind the of movie. studios that maybe maybe they wrote like a I should say that John Krasinski did co-write this. He's not like yeah. this isn't his hundred percent brainchild. Um, but uh, you know maybe they had like a, a really you know gritty realistic ending the studios the studios are like let's 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 mouth breather proof it i don't know could be you never know dude crazy shit happens at studios like uh with annihilation alex garland he like he refused to uh to step down from his ending and uh the movie was better for it but yeah but i think it suffered box office wise I mean, I think that movie was going to suffer box office wise anyway. Yeah, but he kind of he lost money. Even if he, know. even if he, yeah, even if he changed that ending, that would have still it was it wasn't not hit well with like mainstream audience. Yeah, I mean, even the trailers like it. But didn't, the fact that the studios he had he had to uh, he had to make a oh oh this is good this is good oh right. just wait real quick though you know that fucking weird the, the soundtrack like wait I was listening to a fucking Post Malone song the other day. And it's like it has the same fucking opening. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo, right. what the I'm hell?" I'm so f- I'm so glad you guys brought this up. The end. All right, so there's two theaters right next to each other. Guess who's playing next door? What? No. And they're the the walls are not soundproof. And towards the end of this movie, uh, in the third act, during scenes where it was like quiet but tense, that you could, everyone could hear it, <laughs> and I was laughing my ass off. And it, like it was the scene in Annihilation at the end yeah. with, with the thing, the mimic, and uh, it was just a, it kept playing over and over again. <laughs> and I was me and me and my girlfriend Tappy were kind of just fucking shaking, trying not to laugh. I don't think anybody else got it, but yeah, that sound is, is what the five notable. other people that have seen it like. Yeah, that that sound is is notable, but uh, yeah, not much else to say. I don't think we're gonna do any spoiler reviews. I think it's a simple no, movie, but uh, not at all. I think I think it's I think it's a it's a it's a good not phenomenal movie. I think it's a lot of fun, entertaining thriller, and I would highly recommend people to go see it. Yeah, like it, if you're in for, if you're into like watching like like horror movies in the theater, I think this is a fun one. Yeah, to watch. I think it's fun to go see horror yeah. movies in the theater, assuming they're not like 
garbage like you know secondary par- paranormal activity seven or like the dark s- ones or some con some like b conjuring like spinoff yeah. like, you know yeah. they're making a purge the first year like yeah, a prequel yeah. how does that how do i know that they make three they always make three like movies right like there's a one two and three and then the fourth movie is always a goddamn prequel like why i don't know i'm not sure you guys ready to um rate, this thing? rate? yeah Ooh, i guess go steve go oh man uh I enjoy this a lot. I want to give it like a heavy three and a half, a, a light four. So like a 3.75. Uh, I was going to say the exact same thing. That's funny. <laughs> no, really, I was. Yeah, I think it's... I think, like, like I, I said, said before, this would like, be a four if like I felt a little bit more satisfied at the end. Yeah, The exactly, ending is exactly. important. The I don't, I don't like important. to be that guy that lets the ending ruin a movie, but... Ending it's, to- does, it's such a tonal shift. Ending yeah, does need... Very, very... It, it has different. impact and the ending really makes me all my favorite movies have great endings so i mean you know yeah i was i was talking to someone about this movie on the train right here to my house (laughs) yeah and i literally said the same thing i'm just like you know it's there's like a lot of things i like but there's certain things that are stranger no uh a friend on the phone and and on the phone on the train yeah on those text messages you know, oh, you know, okay. some of these phones have text messages, right? And I said uh, the same thing. Yeah, like I, it's no, it comes at night by any means, but I think it's like still such a solid, solid film to watch. All right. Yeah. What about you, Harvey? What do you, what's your rating? Um, I think I'm pretty close to you guys. Um, Rob, give it that four. Give it a four. It's, it's like a light three and a half for me. Oh, um, light three and a half. Four heavy three. Yeah. And a half. Um. Yeah, I think I. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed this movie for the most part, for sure. Um. I think it's a pretty decent horror um it scared me at times it um i don't know it got me emotionally moved at times um john krasinski did a very good job overall acting and directing and the screenwriting or the screenplay has some tonal shifts that we mentioned uh i think there's some inconsistencies um but overall i enjoyed it um mm-hmm. I think I'd recommend this to like anybody too. Yeah, hopefully, safe bet. I, hope, I feel. I would hope everyone would. Yeah, it's a good middle ground. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's not a hipster it's pick, very, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not good. like it's not. What would you call like new horror that's been coming out, like more independent stuff that you know most people are not really. You know, like, like I would say, like, it comes like a night. I keep I hate, like, yeah, I hate referring oh, that, yeah. but like every time I recommend that movie, people are like, "Oh, I saw it," or someone I know saw it. They said it sucked. You know, and then that's ha- different though. That movie is not made for that for all audiences. Yeah, this I one know. Is. But I'm just saying, I was just curious, like, what is that kind of horror movie? Like that independent, like it's that's like a particular highbrow, type, like highbrow, highbrow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, who who knew CC was going to be deaf? Yeah, that's a bad Office reference. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we got movies next yeah. week, huh? You guys want to pick something for next week? Yeah. I'm actually worried I'll, about this. I don't know what's, I'm all, what's coming. Yeah. By the uh, way, guys, I'm really motivated to grow a beard now after watching that movie. It's I, not going to look like his. I know, but sure. it was just His beard is so much monotic. better in the Benghazi movie. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty lush. This Damn. one wasn't bad. Uh, I think, immaculate. All right. For next week, it looks like we have uh, Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. I'm not really sure why they did that. Um, I think since getting, um, I don't remember it being Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. I think since they got that uh, Oscar win from uh, Jordan Peele. Just wait. It's called, that's how it's titled? Yeah, Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. No way. Yeah. 
Because so, I remember when I first saw the trailer, it was just called Truth or Dare. I didn't know it was called. Now it's called Blumhouse. Yeah, Blumhouse oh, is Truth God. or Dare. I think uh, I think it probably Branding. has. I think it has something to do with that uh, Oscar win from uh, Get Out. So they're like trying to boost this, their shit. Like, yeah, we make good stuff. We we want an Oscar. I think I, it's not that they make good stuff. I just think they make they a don't. lot of stuff. They don't. <laughs> Most of their movies are trash. Yeah, they make this just is a, lot a of this shit. is a rough week. Yeah, um, I yeah. just so we've got Truth or Dare. We've got Rampage. <sighs> um, starring uh, The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne I've Rock never Johnson. fucking heard that before. We both yeah. like. Um, we've got Beirut. Um, we've also I, got Borg versus Mick and Roe. Yeah, we've got that. Um, I kind of want to watch it just because I Shia's, watch it. Yeah, I'll see anything Shia. Shia's in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it doesn't look interesting, and I don't think anybody's going to watch it. It reminds me of, remember Rush that came out a few years ago? It kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Like yeah. biopic, typical. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Shia, I do, I do like he does commit to roles, and I want to see what he does. You know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a movie coming out called Aardvark with uh, yeah, yeah, I heard uh, about Jenny that. Sl- uh, yeah, Jenny Slate. Let's watch that. Uh, I, I I'm really Good. fucked up. Sergeant on this one, Stubby, guys. an American hero. It's an animated film about a um, I think he's a bulldog. Um, Sergeant I think Stubby, he's a bulldog cop. Yeah, I what's think your, that's, I what's think your first it. gut instinct, Harvey? Um, no, no hesitation. I mean, I don't know. If you I, had to, if you, if you were gonna die tomorrow and you had to see one of them, I if I had to it. die tomorrow and <laughs> had to see thing. one of them, I'd probably pick Aardvark. Oh, um, I but know. I think Rampage and Truth or Dare will be the um. Well, you just pick three and I ask for one. Those, All right, so it's either gonna be Rampage or it's gonna be what is the other one? I guess Truth, Truth, Truth or Dare looks like like Final Destination. It, it looks, looks like Final like, Destination. It, look, it looks like horseshit. Like, it, it looks worse than Final Destination. Those <laughs> weird faces that they make, Dude. they're like uh, like their eyes stretch and their yeah smiling lips stretch. Yeah, God. But Rampage is like the most pointless movie ever made. I thought Rampage and another movie were the same movie. Like like two different rock movies, I thought were the same. I know thing. they feel the same. Jumanji, Juma- was it Jumanji? Uh, yeah, it feels as if, like we're watching Jumanji. <laughs> I don't fucking know what we're gonna do for this week. This is a fucking. Can we just rough watch one. a Borg beautiful and day? Macro? Might be kind of hard to watch. Yeah, Borg and yeah, that's that's like not accessible. Steve, what's your pick? I don't want to pick. You got to pick, man. What are you picking, dude? I can't do a. A shitty horror like that. I might pick Rampage, but I don't want to. I don't know, dude. This is bad. Was there a blockbuster last week we can go back to? Should we do a beautiful day? That's um, that's entirely up to you guys. Well, let's. We don't have to choose now. Let's get to our topic. We could choose yeah. later. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll we, post we can, about it on our yeah, social yeah, media. Yeah, we'll post we, it on social. We can think about. We it. may have a video coming out this month as well. So stay oh tuned yeah, for that. Me and Tom been working real hard. Not that hard. Okay. Real hard on that shit. Slowly but surely. Uh, so uh, we'll get back to you on that. Yeah. I guess now we'll move into our topic, which is um, we're going to talk about actors that have been um, not necessarily pigeonholed. I keep forgetting. The I can say up. pigeonholed is a good word. Pigeonholed, it is. pigeonholed okay. is actually a, actually a really good term for okay. it. Pigeonholed. Why, why because, of a previous, because of a previous role. Right. A role that is um, a, a role so popular yeah. that it's hard to escape. Yeah, so they're just for now forever associated with that role, and uh, it may be affecting their careers. They may be getting behind on their on their rent payments because they can't get work. And this is weird. <laughs> that's because, not that's not a part of it. But. And this isn't. Um, I think typecasted actors tend to be less talented actors. 
they're just so good at playing one character, they don't have range, right? So they get typecasted. I feel like we've talked about typecasting before. I don't we? think we have. Uh, also, but this one here, this one's a little bit different. I think a lot of these actors are actually really good actors. It's just that we're so dumb, like as as a whole of like you know, we pop culture wise, we just associate this person with that character, and we have a hard time getting over it. And this was spawned from um, obviously. Jim. Jim Halpert from The Office. Does it have to be good stuff or it could be bad stuff? Like like we said, there is there is nothing wrong with like uh, John Krasinski's performance in this. He's actually not a bad actor. And even in The Office, I mean, he's great. It's great. And the fact that all a lot of his movies um, he's been playing lately, like bigger movies, uh, he's been playing a totally different character than, than you would see Jim Halpert. I mean, I like this version of John. I think it's like the best version we got. He has beard. Nah, Jim Halpert's the best. And, he, and he's uh, he's jacked. But uh, I would say, um, yeah, I don't know. This is weird. These are good actors, but they have a hard time getting work for some reason. And uh, uh, what right. do you have anybody in mind? What's your first pick, Steve? So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pick one. I don't know if you guys probably agree, but I feel like he's just synonymous with. There's like everyone knows him for this role, and he, ever since then, he's just been either stuck playing the same guy, and I guess it is typecasting. So fuck your your rule. <laughs> Damn, it's Sean William Scott, and he uh, from uh, Stifler from fucking American Pie. I think he's like it is very hard. It's it's kind like of a mixture of both. It's very yeah. hard to see him and not say it's Stifler. Yeah, exactly. Because no matter what, like he tries to. He's I don't think he tries. I don't think he tries. I think he actually just is settled in his role. What he does, he plays the goofy guy, and he's okay living in that space. Because every movie I've seen him in since then, he's the same person. Right. Yeah, I don't think he tries to escape that bubble. Unlike, let's say, like a Daniel Radcliffe, who definitely has tried and yeah, Daniel in, Radcliffe in some is success the, uh, has made it out. Da- Daniel Radcliffe, I say, is the, the poster boy for this topic. He's escaped, you know. He not really like he. I think so. I don't think he has no. because like people like don't view him. I think he has the potential to be on the on the verge of a great actor. And I'll bring one up later who's also the same thing. In his defense, I will say this though. I've watched interviews with him and like, I've seen his movies after Harry Potter. Yeah. But they're all no, so no, small. Like they're nobody small, sees but he them. chooses because he's already because he said it you think himself. He chooses though. No, he did. He actually said it. He's you like think he physically turns big stuff down. He's specific. He did uh, Woman in Black, which was a big blockbuster hol- like horror. Hor- hor- horror movie that came out, and everyone's excited to see him in that. And then after that, he was just kind of doing small pictures, and he chose to do a lot of these projects. What I'm like, saying is like uh, what they call it. It was uh, Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man is yeah. like. He chose That's to do it, one. and it was like a random one. He's like, I love the script, and I love the idea, and he's yeah, it's so and it's random. okay to like do that, but you know, there are actors out there that, that can do both, you know, like Tom Hardy. But I think he but, chooses. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I don't think he has he, much of a choice. To I think be honest. he. I don't think so, man. I think he he ha, he's made his money. He doesn't. He, yeah, I'm sure he he's made his money. But he also I mean, does. I think Broadway. there's a, par, a part of him that that wishes that he could be like Leo DiCaprio. I don't. I don't think so. I think maybe not. I could be speaking on his behalf, but but I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm watching interviews he's got and he the, specifically said. I think like he's he got the chops to do it. But, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. All right. Well, so I have two picks here, and one of mine is in the same vein as Daniel Radcliffe, but, but the other one is like kind of obvious and he, it's pretty universal. But uh, Mark Hamill, I mean, it's hard not to see Luke Skywalker. Damn, that's. I mean, for me, he's he's Luke, but I think for me, honestly, he's the Joker. 
He's always the Joker. Well, me. I see his face though. He's more more Luke. Like even when I was watching him in Brigsby Bear, I was like, "Damn, what's Luke Skywalker doing?" <laughs> in I guess this movie. So. I think he's like a as far as like over past decades, he's the. I, I guarantee you, there's there's some contribution to these these people who who play these huge roles. You know what it is? They start with these huge roles, whereas like other great characters or other great actors um, will do a bunch of great shit, get noticed, then do those big roles. And I think that's where they where they're able to uh, maintain success. You know, and um, I would I mean, say what is, like what is I feel like like. Like I don't think if Heath Ledger was still alive, I don't think he would have been typecast as the Joker. I think he he could continue on. Um, but uh, yeah, Mark Hamill's kind of a thing. But so someone similar to um, I think we're choosing people like everyone we've mentioned so far has been in a franchise, and that's the problem. Yeah, that's what it is. Like it's, like once you're attached really to a franchise, popular. it's like like Robert Downey Jr. You always think of him as Iron Man. He is Iron Man because he's he's in twenty what now it's like twenty nah, movies. Robert Downey Jr. has been prevalent before Iron Man. He was, but then like I mean, if you talk to anyone who's in their like twenty now, and you tell them Robert Downey Jr., they instantly think, "Oh, it's yeah, Iron he, Man." He he was big before that. He had no problem landing gigs before that. So. I mean, I mean, when he was like when he had his dark period, he had trouble. Yeah, and but I mean, that's, that's he different. cleaned up his act. And he like came back in the limelight. He was a household name though, way before Iron Man. I mean, but I'm talking about now. Like, he was in big movies, whereas um, whereas Daniel Radcliffe has really been in none, like a few, maybe a, a couple, maybe not even big roles. But uh, so I have another pick, right? Same vein as Daniel Radcliffe is Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is um, definitely an incredible actor. He is DiCaprio fucking status. Like he's he is he's great. Like he he's has the ability to play different roles. He's not like a a typecast type actor where he he plays the same guy. He's he's a fucking actor. He's an actor, and I think he kind of ran into the same problem. Whereas people uh, just didn't want to take a chance on him. You know, he's, his name. I don't think that's it. I've, I've listened. I've listened to all these guys give interviews, and they talk about their careers, and it's like never like a negative thing. They talk about because like, they're they're embracing it, but I I think there is um I, I think know, there's I a like, reason. I, I feel like there's a weird thing to like put on someone else saying like they don't get their jobs just because they've because he did Twilight. I mean, it's it seems to be a pattern between him and other people. I mean, I think I think when you talk, you're talking about two specific people, yeah, both of Mark which Hamill have too. like. Mark Hamill, but he had such a great career outside of that as well. He's like, I mean, if you're into anything in terms of like animation in the nineties, and then also, Beek. that was another one also, I saw. And also, Dawson. Uh, no, he is definitely he's always considered. I feel like that's a perfect person, the Dawson. Yeah, he's like the uh, the epitome of that. But I feel like some of these actors who've done big movies and are like, he's like, I'm an actor's actor. I studied, and you know what? I choose the movies because I've made my money. Yeah, but it's you know, like, like um, but but Patterson's not being reached out to by like the likes of you don't of know the big that. shots. You don't know that he might have are you, a good time. Yeah, like, I mean, before that, but, but before that, you, you don't understand know that, that he's between, getting a phone call between Twilight now. It's a lot of time has passed. I don't think he made a bunch of money on Twilight. Yeah, and a lot of time has passed since since then. So I don't know. I feel like it's weird to assume that they're not getting calls. 
I, I feel think like, this is a real thing. I mean, I think I, don't, I think uh I think certain people, yeah, like perfect like perfect examples, James Vanderbeek. I feel like he was in that show. I feel like it honestly happens to people who are in huge Do you understand this from the producer's perspectives like like I honestly don't think they give a fuck if you you were an amazing in an indie film after Twilight. I think they're going to see Twilight and, and judge it based off of that. And they probably be like he's doing he's doing fucking he's like pulling in these like this huge crowd. Let's get him into another picture. Like no, they it's kind of different. They what The fuck are you a producer? <laughs> No, I mean, there's there's a reason. I mean, we have to read more about it, but uh, yeah. we should have. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but I think, um, I mean, there's a reason they go for for other people besides them. Harvey, what do you got? Yeah, Harvey, what's, let's hear it. Let's hear your hot take. Um, I don't know. I'm, I think we're just speaking out of our ass, so. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> Most definitely. For sure. Yeah, I'm but, just going to. But there, there's some merit to I it. Think, uh, I think Hugh Jackman uh can be considered a little bit yeah. of these people. He's played uh, Wolverine for so long that it's uh, difficult, especially for people that are younger than us, to associate him with anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me to associate him. With yeah, for, for me too. Um, I was ten years old when he became. Yeah, I think. unless you like remember like the Prestige and like good shit like that, it's hard to uh, yeah. remember him like in anything else except for uh, X Men movies. So. Yeah, I think he, I don't know, man. He's gotten like I think he's done stuff outside of X Men, and he's done great stuff. Like what? He's done Prisoners. He's done Les Mis, which was a musical. He oh. started off in Broadway, which people know mostly from, like, and being uh, on the stage, like a lot of people know him from that. Old people know him from that. Um, but I think there's some some pigeonhole there. He he has played not to Wolverine mention these. I don't think he's being like no if one's you, calling him. Like I don't. I think people are definitely calling like him. younger millennials and um, like Generation X. If you show them a a picture of him, he they're gonna they're not gonna pick fucking what's his name from Les Mis. They're gonna say that's Wolverine. Oh, yeah, of course, sure. because he created he he's established himself as like oh that's he's from that franchise. Yeah, which is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But however, I don't think I don't think they I don't think he's pigeonholed into that role. I like, think a I think in a way pigeonholed is like someone who uh, literally is only casted or is only called for a specific type. And that's no, what that's I mean. typecasting. That's a different thing. Like pigeonhole, I feel like... Samuel Jackson's typecast. I feel but like... But he's not a specific character. But that's the thing. I don't feel like Hugh Jackman is pigeonholed. Like, I still... We, he's getting I phone mean, calls. Most there's definitely. a reason he doesn't have a career that... that, we, that we, like, we haven't seen anything yet. Tom Hardy is someone who can play Venom, Bane. He can play all these super popular characters and still just be what a I'm knockout saying, actor. What I'm saying it's is... It's because it's not, he's not in a franchise, though. What I'm he's saying never is been that in, like think, he's not never been associated with the character and has been in a franchise for ten plus years. That's the difference. Yeah, I guess. And I, I guess, think that yeah. difference. What I'm saying is, I think producers will think twice about hiring Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. He's huge as for, Hugh Jackman. For a franchise. Not for a franchise, for just a, a sing like a, a vehicle. I, I think they'll think, think twice. I don't think so. I think so. I like think they definitely movie. have that conversation. I, like I, I we think, want. Do we want Wolverine to? To be the, the the leading role in this movie, I think they definitely fucking think no. About that. But in a franchise, yeah. If you're saying like he's already, no, we're uh, talking standalone. Standalone movie, I don't think. I don't. I don't, think, I don't, I don't I do. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they do that. I don't think it's I really think that big that. of a thing. I would do that. They make they make ridiculous I would do choices. That. If they were Hollywood. smart, I think they would do that. I would do that. 
What? I don't, people I don't, yeah. are going to associate with, they're going to be like, oh, that's the fucking Wolverine guy. Do we want to watch? I think, I think they definitely do. I, yeah. you know, I, feel, do, like, I, feel, like this, I feel like this is a bad topic because I feel like we're all speaking out of inexperience about like actually. We're, like, we're speculating, but everything I, we say is I'm willing to bet that there's there's some merit to what me and Harvey are saying. I don't, I don't think, I think all the actors we chose are like. You can't not, say that they all just decide not to do all Not these all, not roles. all. I'm not saying they all I don't th- decide. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. That like to say that Hugh Jackman is pigeonholed. I don't think so at all. I think he's still he's a smaller he's he a smaller version of huh? <laughs> he said Hugh Jackson Hugh Jackson. Uh, you know what his I mean? His fucking twin brother, <laughs> Jackson Five Hugh Jackman. I don't, Hugh I don't Jackman think, I don't, is <laughs> if to a smaller degree than Daniel Radcliffe and Robert Pattinson. But yeah. I think I think there's some crossover there. I mean, um, like, when was Twilight released anyway? I think I've, I've I think another, fucking, I've got another pick. What, oh, what's your other pick? Maybe yeah. it'll help the the argument i don't know if it will i don't really care about Shit. the argument this uh this is um all right follow me on this one all right when you have to say follow me that means we're going down a it's, fucking uh, rabbit hole it's tom, <laughs> it's tom cruise tom cruise but not necessarily a, a role that tom cruise has it's played. just tom cruise's it, persona it, it, it is tom cruise the persona right Dude, that is the uh, perfect one. That is the epitome of that. Because every time I watch Tom Cruise in a movie, like, I think Cruise. this is Tom Cruise. This is not a character. I think this is Tom Cruise. Yeah, I think, and I it think that's me. typecasting. No, I think, I think no, Harvey No, because it's not typecasting. Yo, that Harvey pinned it. He did. No, I think it's typecasting because <laughs> I think he, oh, so. he'll still get roles. And I think what it is is... um. It doesn't hurt his career, but like he's the same thing as Samuel Jackson. I think it's, Samuel Jackson always feels like Samuel Jackson. You know, yeah, but I'll watch Morgan it. Freeman I'll always go, feels like Morgan Freeman. I'll go see their movies though. I won't go see a Tom Cruise movie because it just it takes me out of it. I will. You would you you would have loved American Made. <laughs> it was like pure Tom Cruise. I, I was dreading that movie. That's one of the few I missed, and I'm glad. I didn't even I bother. Enjoyed that movie. I didn't even bother going back to watch that one. Honestly, you should. I I enjoyed. I it. gave it a three out of five. I thought it was enjoyable. Three and a half for me, man. I, I it's very difficult for me to watch him on. Dude, no, I think Harvey pinned it. He has the best one. I Tom disagree Cru- with that. The persona of I mean, Tom Cruise. I don't know. You may, but I feel that way, and I'm no. sure other people feel that way too. No, no, but, no but that's just different. You that's say a different it, feeling. You say I'm it, talking but does, like I feel it too. Like I watch yeah. him. Like no, I'm talking Tom like Cruise. where it actually like hurts their careers. I I don't mean that they're. You don't think Tom Cruise's career has been hurt to some degree? Like people that would have seen him if he wasn't such a crazy person? person? (laughs) I I think think there are people that definitely won't watch his movies. He's a household name, though. I think he... uh, I mean, so are all the actors we've I mean, that's different, though. I'm talking... uh, His his craziness outside of his acting career is not the same as pigeonholed actors. He's pigeonholing himself in a way, whereas not... With his personal life, not not a role that he did a long time ago that haunts him. His role is Tom Cruise. He is a oh, he that's is a role. That's typecasting. He's a, what I'm uh, saying is like you you're you're up and coming actor. And like, Holy shit! I get to play Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, I'm so stoked. Everybody loves that book. We're gonna make a ton of money. And then it's like, oh fuck! Nobody really wants to cast me because people. I, I, I think, think that's a I, huge dude, jump. I don't think, I don't dude. Think, I think you're fucking wrong, man. I think. We'll have to research this, but I think studios make studios make the dumbest and most finite decisions. I'm not. I'm think, not arguing that studios make dumb. Just de- I do believe that a lot of studios make dumb decisions. No, I'll be I mean the first I think this is a, to admit that. I to think say that. Like, this, yeah, I bet the they're all sitting around a fucking in a conference room, 
yo, you know, you know, we can't fucking have him on a movie. Oh no, we can't. Like, I feel like this is yeah. Constant I think banter. this happens no matter what. Yeah, I'm, it, uh, yeah. I think that's a conversation that obviously happens, but I don't think when it comes to landing like, like big roles, like, I don't think, I don't I think studios really take a look at the stuff like that. I they, think. They they're very cautious with who they cast, you know. Of course, they're cautious. I think it's a part of their job. That's but why, that that's why it's so easy for him to get small roles in like movies like Swiss Army Man and like uh, The Jungle or whatever. But it is to get him. Yeah, but know. I think it's a hard jump to say that like oh like he chooses. I think there was a point in time where like I don't. Think, I think there was a point in time where he probably was getting a lot of fucking phone calls and the people wanted him in the movies. But you know, there's I'll and look then there was up, a probably. I, I think but, you might be wrong. I, th- I don't know why you're defending this point from something you know nothing about. <laughs> I've, I've heard of this before. I've heard about this for years. I feel like I mean, actors you both be- are making claims. I, I I'd like, like to I'm, see who's right. Let's yeah. do research after I'm the just, show. Yeah, we will. Right. We will. We will. Because this is outrageous. I, don't, I think that's hard to speculate who's getting what phone calls. <laughs> I think all these actors still probably get a lot of phone calls, regardless of the roles they do. Yeah, for a Harry Potter reboot or some shit. Dude, I don't think I don't think this is wild, man. <laughs> I think what I'm saying is they don't get the the calls that Tom Hardy gets. They don't get the calls. What fucking that calls Tom Hardy begin? <laughs> every everything. Tom Hardy's a fucking master. Everybody wants him. He's in a fucking Sony fucking fucking spinoff of a franchise that is like somewhat dead. Doesn't matter. It won't hurt like, his career. One are bit. you um are you talking down on Tom Hardy right now? No, I'm just saying like it's just like he's saying that Tom Hardy's getting all these like fucking Academy Award winning roles, and I'm like. Well, it's like I think Tom Hardy's a good actor. You know? I'm like, sure Tom Hardy gets better offers than Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, that's. I mean, right now, yeah, yeah, right yeah. now, of course. But I'm just saying, it's hard to speculate like who gets what phone calls. Yeah. Also, one that, that came up on on some <laughs> list that I saw that we didn't mention was Frodo. We got Elijah. Elijah Wood. I would say, yeah. I think. I think he he was well, no different a, than the other ones to a degree. Yeah. No yeah, I think especially people that weren't really conscious. Um, because they were too young at the beginning of his uh, career. Flipper, I remember. Or, um, <laughs> I don't know, people that were, weren't really watching movies before uh, Lord of the Rings began, because we were like still in middle school yeah. when that started. So, yeah. I was 11 when I watched the first movie? Um, he, I don't know, he mostly produces stuff now, so. Yeah, he's also a DJ. I saw yeah, him play. Yeah, he does DJ a lot. I saw him play. It's he pretty d- funny. he DJs in Brooklyn quite a bit. Yeah, it's pretty, it's <laughs> at, great watching at Brooklyn it. Bowl. Yeah, he fucking has his like disc set out. He's like looking through everywhere. People are like trying to talk to him, and he's just like, yeah. I'm trying to do my job, guys." <laughs> um, no. So, I think uh, it's time to end this joint. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and step into the game. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, thing. let us know your thoughts on this. Uh, who, yeah. do you, who do you side with most? Do you think? Uh, no, don't tell us that. Give us facts. I want some facts. Send us documents. Well, I mean, Honestly, yeah, hey, hey, I don't want opinions. Well, I want, we're going to find the facts. Yeah, listen, 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 listen. If anyone can get us in contact with Daniel Radcliffe, I want to know his We get him on the story. show and get him drunk. He's like, yeah, man, nobody would fucking hire me. Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate Harry Potter. Ruin my life. And I would just love to sit there and say, I told you so, Steve. I don't, <laughs> I don't think his life's ruined. <laughs> I don't think his life's ruined. All but. right, this game, um, for lack of a better title, is called The Rolling of the Dice. That's right. And um, I guess we're going to play the traditional game since we're down one person. Unfortunately, um, we have I'm immune. To. Uh, well, I don't think we do when we're down. We no, can't I think some. you guys. Hey, I watched movie. I watched the movie. You guys roll. I'm going to say I don't think you watched the movie, first of all. That's not I a watched, good argument. I watched the movie. 
Steve, I think we've <laughs> That's established. That's your argument? I'll watch the movie. I watched the Steve, movie. Steve, I think we've established that we have to do traditional game when we're down a host. Listen, listen, listen. We're to, not going to do you a showdown you know with hey, me listen, and Shomo. Listen, since me and Harvey are absent the least, I think Shomo should watch a movie. And Sean, I think Sean and Honestly, Shomo should no merit to that. And I, I, I like how right. Harvey's looking over at Tom right now because it's, I think dice. he's uh, agreeing with me. No, he's not. Um, the way this game works, <laughs> we're all rolling a twelve-sided die. Um, the person with the lowest number has to be assigned a movie by the roller of the highest number. You guys ready? Shomo is juggling. Pat, you want to blow on it for me? No. All right. He rolls and he rolls a. Uh, is that a 10? A 3. It's definitely oh, a, three. a 3. My eyes are fucked. Eyes. I should have won with that. My eyes are fucked, boys. Um, I'm going to go next. Oh, this is uh, not looking good for me, guys. I, I think that was a know. 10. Jesus Christ. I need to get a new prescription. I rolled a 9. Steve, so things are looking good for me? Steve, you're rolling. You're not. I don't have my phone on me, so. Um, if I win, we're going to have to. He rolled an eight, so oh. it looks like I'm going to be assigning a movie Eat to shit, Thomas Tom. Shobo. I haven't lost give him a, a fucking Harvey horse shit. Give him a fucking real horse shit. All right, I'm going to give you a movie that um I saw a couple years ago, a lot of years ago actually. Um, and it was my introduction into um, some people that it turned out to be very funny. And it's called Foot Fist Way. I'm looking now, and I think you'll uh, enjoy it quite a bit. At the time, it was definitely one of the funniest movies I had ever seen in my life. So. Jesus Christ. Well, we got Danny McBride here. Yeah, it's uh, Danny McBride's first feature. Oh, my God. Um, I do like Danny McBride. I think most people do. It's kind of hard not to like him. Yeah. Oh, oh, he looks funny in this. Yeah, he's quite okay. funny in it. So. Right, I'm down for this. It's a very low budget, very independent. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a great movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So um, I think that's going to do it for us to do the right film. Um, if you guys want, you can. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not begging. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys should. Uh, you guys should uh, leave us some reviews. Um, rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're using. That would be great. That would be very helpful. Um, you can also check us out on uh, social media or uh, do the right film underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, do the right film on everything else uh, we also have a website do the right film.com you can um you can watch or not watch but you can listen to the episodes you soon can, you'll be able to watch uh, not the full episodes but you'll you'll have right. some shit you can watch for sure consumable yeah. content yeah. via video some stuff you can uh absorb with your ocular uh windows <laughs> the fuck you guys talk about <laughs> i don't know okay. <laughs> i don't know um yeah, I feel like we've been recording for a long time. But, um, yeah, that would be great if you guys could do that stuff. Um, what do we need, Steve? We need a catchphrase. Mm-hmm.